1: Hi, and thanks for joining me for this episode of Legal Q&A Live. This is UTLRadio.com, your business success and legal information station. And I'm your host, Peter Lamont. So we're coming to you today at a different time than normal. We had some events this morning, and we had to move back the show. And so here we are live for this special time broadcast. But it's just too important to skip. So I want to make sure that we get to it. So uh, I apologize for the time difference, but here we are. Before we get into today's show, which is live, let me tell you a few things. If you have a business or legal question, now is the time to ask it. Just call in at 347-855-8831. You'll be brought to the switchboard and placed on a brief hold, and then I'll pick up and we will answer your question Live on the air. Also, I want to thank today's sponsor. And today's show is sponsored by MDSupplies.com. They really are one of the only companies out there that can provide you with absolutely everything you need in the way of medical supplies at unbelievable prices. They're a manufacturer direct supply store meaning that their products come directly from the manufacturers to you. They pair manufacturers excuse me, against each other, kind of like Amazon, and the manufacturers compete against each other to give you, the consumer, the best prices on the largest array of products available. So if you need medical supplies, whether you are a hospital, whether you are a nursing home, a school, an office, a karate studio, whatever you might be, just about everybody needs medical supplies. Check out mdsupplies.com. They're really your one-stop shop for anything medical supply related. There's a link in the show notes in case you didn't get that website, and I encourage you to check them out. I want to thank them for, uh, for sponsoring the show. All right, today we are going to be looking at some questions that came in and um they primarily involve today. I've kind of structured these questions to all be based off of the same topic, which is dealing with an attorney when you're representing yourself. And this is an interesting because it's not easy to deal with an attorney who is representing your adversary when you yourself don't have an attorney. You don't have representation. You are representing yourself. Now, look, that's what we talk about here on utlradio.com. That's what the purpose of our show, our website, our blog, our videos, that's the purpose of it. We know, I know that you can represent yourself successfully without having an attorney, whether it's because of necessity, you can't afford an attorney whether it's because no attorney will take your case, or whether it's because the value of your claim just doesn't make financial sense for you to hire an attorney. It doesn't make a difference why. You want to know how to do it, and that's what we teach you on utlradio.com. So I I pieced together um, about six different questions asking primarily the same thing, which is what tips or tricks can you offer to us in connection with dealing with an attorney on the other side. And here's some of the general sentiments that I received in the questions, you know, and from other callers. Dealing with an attorney is not easy when you are a non intimidating. They're mean. They don't listen to you. They don't care what you have to say. They laugh at you. They make me feel inferior. I start to wonder whether or not I can handle this. They're, you know, uh, abusive. They tell me my case sucks. How do I deal with this? I try to tell them what's wrong, why I'm suing them, and they just don't listen. It is far too common. So don't feel alone, first of all, because you, believe me, are not the only people out there who feel the same way. I have to tell you, as an attorney myself, there are plenty of lawyers that I know out there that I dread having to call because they are just so nasty. And, you know, even though I'm a lawyer, not every day do I feel like, you know, being, uh, being abusive back to somebody. It, there's no reason for it in the legal profession. I know I'm jumping uh, off topic, but uh, in the legal profession itself, we should all be professional. One lawyer should provide the same amount of courtesy and decency to the other lawyer as you yourself would like to receive. I mean, we're talking about basic principles of human kindness. We're talking about Bible stuff. We're talking about do unto others as you would yourself. But for most lawyers, that doesn't apply. They just feel that they're above you. They're above you, their neighbors, because, you know, you're not a lawyer. They're above you, uh, colleagues, because you're not as good a lawyer as they think they are. And they're definitely above you, the person that's representing themselves, Because they're lawyers and you're not. It's nonsense. It's complete BS. But that is the culture. That's the perception. That's what happens. I can't fix it, but what I can do is answer your questions and help you better deal with the way that these attorneys treat you. Now, before I get going, I just want to say, that you know this is such an important topic something that i think is really really relevant to the world we live in today especially when you see the number the overwhelming number of attorneys out there today there are so many of them a lot of them can't get jobs they open up their own practice and they make their living unfortunately out of taking advantage of people and look I'm not bashing all attorneys because I'm an attorney. I've got a lot of uh, colleagues and acquaintances who are very good, very ethical, very, um, you know, decent people, good attorneys. But unfortunately, there are those out there that are not, and it's those people that I am concerned for you about. So being that this is such an important topic, I just put up a video today over on our YouTube channel. And it's entitled, Don't Talk to an Attorney Without Watching This. Represent yourself, utlradio.com. That's the title of it. Um, There is a link in today's show notes to that video. This video is going to go hand-in-hand with today's live broadcast. It is not often that I do this, but I think that this is such a compelling topic that it was worth putting up a video knowing that these are the questions that I was going to get to today. So check out the video over on the YouTube channel. It's comprehensive. We're talking about a nine-minute video. Check it out. It's going to supplement what we discuss here today. It's very important, I think, that you understand when you are representing yourself, you have to have your mind in the right place because when you start speaking to that attorney, that attorney can intimidate you and overwhelm you, and I don't want that to happen. So let's talk about some of these tricks or tips, whatever you want to call them, that are really aimed at helping you better deal with the attorney who's representing the other side. All right, so let's start off with uh, with number one, and that is you must be clear. You must be concise. You must be Direct, you must tell the attorney what it is you're looking for. Why are you calling? Why did you file this lawsuit? You know they don't want to hear a whole bunch of um, blabbing about things that you might think are important but not necessarily relevant. They don't want to hear about what happened to you last week. What they want to hear about is why are you calling me right now? Why did you file this lawsuit? against my client, or if we filed it against you, why are you not liable for what we say you are? They want a direct answer. Lawyers have no patience, generalizing again, but bear with me. Lawyers have no patience. They are trained to look at and analyze the facts. They don't want the emotion. They're not going to be receptive to you when you say to them, I've got 10 kids, we've got no money. I'm losing my house. They don't care. They don't. And it's terrible, but they don't. So embrace that reality and realize that in order to get what you want to get across, you should cut out all of that unnecessary commentary. Okay? And I hate to sound so harsh with it all, but it's just the reality that they're not going to listen to you as you talk about all the problems you're having. So. Let me give you an example. Let's say you are suing somebody because you had a contract with them. Let's say it's something like a plumber, and they were supposed to come out, and they were supposed to fix your toilet, and they didn't. And in fact, after they left, the toilet was in worse condition than before you called them. Let's say there's water leaking all over the place. All right, so... Now you go and you you realize that, look, I'm talking about $1,000 in damages. It's not worth it to hire a lawyer, so I'm going to go sue myself. You sue the plumber, the plumber gets an, uh, an attorney, and here you go. Now you've got an attorney calling you or writing to you, filing an answer, and it's the point where now you've got to engage in conversation. The goal of any lawsuit, just so you know, should always be to either get something Stop somebody from doing something, fix something. Primarily in civil litigation, it's about money. So have a clear goal in mind. No, don't just sue them for the sake of suing them and then figure out the damages later. Know exactly what you're looking for. Being concise, being organized, that's going to help you a lot, okay? So know what it is that you are looking for. So let's assume that this lawyer who represents the poor now calls you and says, I received your complaint. You should have received my answer. Where is this going? What is it you're looking for? Don't start off with, look, my toilet was leaking and my husband tried to fix it a few times. and That didn't work. So eventually we called the plumber, but then that guy didn't show up. And then we called your guy. Like, who cares, right? Get to the point. I'm suing your guy, your client, because he came to the house. He spent five minutes. He did not fix the toilet the way he said he was going to. It was not what was promised in his statement of, uh, or his scope of work or his contract. And within minutes after leaving, the toilet cracked and leaked. And, and, you know, that's where we are. I had to pay somebody to come and fix it. It cost me X amount of dollars. That's why I'm suing you. That's direct. It's to the point. It's concise. It's clear. The attorney says... I get it. I understand it. Now he or she can decide, well, what do I do with that? Do I go back to my client and say, oh, look, this person has a great case. You should pay them. Do I go back and say, here's how we have to plan our defense? It doesn't make a difference, but they're going to go back with a clear picture in their mind of what they need to do. Okay. And that clear picture, by the way, could very well be, a discussion with their client wherein they say, hey, look, it looks like you really did screw this up. Why don't you just offer the plaintiff, you know, 75% and see where we go? But if you're not clear and you're not concise, they're not going to listen to you. They're going to ignore you. They're not going to pay attention. You're not going to get anywhere. They're going to think to themselves, "Is a joke. And they believe, they've got this perception that they're better than you to begin with, Now when you show that you're disorganized, what do you think it does for their warped psyche? Well, it says, I'm going to bury you because I'm so much smarter than you are. You don't know what you're doing. This is a joke. This is a waste of time. And I say this not because I'm making it up, but I've worked in really large law firms where that sentiment is echoed from the partner down to the associate all the way to the secretary. When you're dealing with a pro se litigant, I hear it all the time, and I don't care how good, how sophisticated, how much money the firm has, you hear the same thing everywhere you go. Oh, it's just a pro se. Oh, it's just somebody representing themselves. They're crazy. Oh, my God, get a load of this. That's what they do, and that's what I'm trying to help you prevent against. Another tip, I think it's very important, is don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, and let me... Interject and tell you that there is an awesome, awesome little tidbit on the video over at the the radio dot com video channel um, that you don't want to miss. Don't want to miss. It's awesome, and I can't tell you what it is because that spoils it. But it deals with this topic that we're talking about right now, which is don't be afraid. So check that out. Um, oh, and by the way, uh, you'll see in the show notes that. Anybody who leaves a comment on that video over on the YouTube channel, you're going to get for free either a utlradio.com mug or a T-shirt. All you have to do is leave a comment on that video, and uh, somebody will contact you, and we'll get your your free gifts out to you right away. All right, so number two is don't be afraid. Lawyers want to intimidate you, especially when you're representing yourself. They like it. They 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 get pleasure out of it. They want to make you feel as if your case is not worth anything. They want you to feel like you don't know what you're doing and you can't handle it. They're betting on the fact that you've got some insecurity because you're not a lawyer. And they want to exploit that insecurity to the point where you cave in, fold up, go home, and call it a day. You are not going to do that because you're going to know right now that that is a tactic that they employ. It is a tactic that they know they're doing. They're going to be a bully. They're going to be abusive. They're going to be loud. They're going to talk over you. Or they're going to be super sweet. They're going to be super understanding. And then they're going to tell you that your case sucks. Doesn't matter what approach. Understand that there is going to be a level of intimidation. It is a game, and you cannot be afraid. They don't have anything special. They have no magic powers. All they have is experience and a little more education in the law than you do. But you know what you have? You've got utlradio.com and Google. You can look up all of the laws on the Internet, and you can learn them the same way that lawyers do. Because I'll tell you, when you go to law school, you don't learn how to be a lawyer you could come out of law school and have zero clue on how to be a lawyer in the practical sense. All you learn in law school is theory. It is how to analyze, how to critically think about something, how to argue, how to negotiate. But you don't learn practic- uh, practical stuff. You don't learn how to be a lawyer. So you, the listener, the non-lawyer, the one who is going to do it yourself, you can learn the same way that most lawyers do, which is look it up on the Internet. So that's not a factor. The only thing they have over you is experience. And by the time you're done with your current matter, you're going to have experience too. So don't let them discourage you. Don't let them play mind games with you. Don't be afraid because they're people just like you. They make mistakes. They do things incorrectly. They have bad opinions. Don't be discouraged. Another point that you have to understand is you've got to listen to them when they talk because they're going to give you clues as to what their defense is, whether or not they're really serious about going to trial or how, how you know, aggressive they're going to be. But if you're not listening, you just hear them. Remember, we hear everything and listen to very little. If you're not listening to them you are going to miss out on some of the subtle clues that you can pick up during that conversation with the attorney. Listen to what they're saying. Don't you know? try to speak over them. Write down thoughts, comments, questions. Deal with them later, but listen. Open your mind and listen to what they're saying. Now, hand-in-hand hand with listening is the following thing I'm going to say. Take their negative comments with a grain of salt. Okay, hear what I said. Take their negative comments with a grain of salt. The negative comments are part of the intimidation game. They're going to tell you things like you don't have a cause of action. That's not legitimate under, you know, whatever the state you are, uh, California law, New Jersey law, New York law. That's not an actionable claim. You know, have you ever done this before? Do you know what you're doing? You know, the court's going to reject that. Or I've heard attorneys say to people, Your case sucks, and you don't know what you're doing. That's what you're going to hear, and that's the negative commentary that you just eliminate from your mind. Who cares what they say? You want to know what you do? I'm going to tell you right now. When an attorney says to you, that's not appropriate under California law, that's not appropriate under New York law, you say, well, I disagree. And you go home, and you look it up, and you see Is the attorney actually right, or was the person trying to discourage and intimidate me? Don't just take their word for it simply because ESQ follows their name. Go home and look it up yourself. You can do it. You absolutely can do it. Find out whether or not what they're saying to you is actually legitimate, or are they just trying to scare, intimidate, and discourage you from moving forward with your lawsuit. Important, take it with a grain of salt. Another point I want to make is you should be writing down things that they're saying during the course of the conversation, and when your conversation concludes, you want to make sure that you put that conversation in writing somewhere. I would suggest an email, a letter. You don't need to write a book. You're writing a very brief letter or email simply saying, you know, let's say you talk to attorney John Smith, and he told you that he would talk to his client about the possibility of a settlement offer. Now, don't just take that, hang up the phone, go, woo settlement offer, and then don't do anything about it. Put it down in an email. Dear Mr. Smith, this will memorialize, whoa, let me try that again, this will memorialize our telephone conversation earlier today, wherein you advised that your client would consider the possibility or may consider the possibility of making a settlement offer. I await your offer. Done. We're talking about two sentences. Send that away. Now you've got proof that the conversation occurred, right? Because if he doesn't think the conversation occurred, what is he going to do? He's going to write back to you and say, that never happened. You also have a document in your file knowing so that now you know that you were engaging in settlement negotiations. You know, here's, a, here's a, um, an important point I want to make. We've talked on this show a lot, and you know from videos and, and podcasts and whatnot, that settlement negotiations are not admissible as evidence to prove liability. However, you can use settlement negotiations for other things. One of those other things is the following scenario. Let's say that you're supposed to provide discovery by a date certain. Let's call it April 1st. And let's say that all the way up to April 1st, the attorney on the other side is telling you that settlement off is going to come and they're going to negotiate with you. And what they're really doing is tricking you, hoping that you blow the discovery deadline so they can file a motion and make you look bad in front of the judge. Now, if you have been writing to them all along in emails, every conversation you had, uh, you know, dear Mr. Smith, this is the third email I've written you concerning your settlement demand. Every time I call you, you tell me your client hasn't made a decision yet. Please make a decision as soon as possible. If, If you have that, then, as an exhibit to your opposition, when he files the motion, you can say, "Judge, this guy's been leading me primrose path. He has been, you know, leading me into believing that he's going to make a seven offer, and that I shouldn't or don't have to do anything." Judge is going to understand that when you've been duped by a nefarious lawyer whose intention is to try to get you to blow the dates. So that would be something where a settlement negotiation or discussion would be relevant to your defense, in this case, of of emotion, your opposition to emotion. So it's important that you write these things down. Now, look, I know it's hard. I know it is. But I'm going to tell you this much. Absolutely, unequivocally, you can do this. You can handle this. You can represent yourself successfully when there's a lawyer representing your adversary. All you need to do is to stay focused on some of these things that we talked about today, these tips right about listening, about being concise and clear, not being afraid, taking things with a grain of salt, and then writing back to the attorney memorializing your conversation. You do these things and you are going to feel more confident. You're going to feel more organized and the Best reward of all is that the attorney on the other side is going to say to themselves, whoa, this person's on top of it. Yes, they might not be a lawyer, but boy, are they on top of their game. makes them think twice about that so-called psychological advantage they think they have over you because you're a non-lawyer. You can do it. You just need to put in the time and effort I promise you. If you employ some of these tips, you are going to be in a much better position than you are right now. So before you talk to a lawyer, before a friend of yours who might be representing themselves talks to a lawyer, make sure you share this information with them so that you can help them out the way that we're trying to help you out. All right, don't forget that uh, this video I'm talking about that corresponds with today's discussion is available right now on the YouTube channel. If you, for some reason, can't find the YouTube channel in YouTube, then go to our website, utlradio.com, and click on the link. It'll take you to the channel. And then you can subscribe to the channel so you're notified when new videos are available. If you are going to search the video itself, the title of the video is Don't Talk to an Attorney Without Watching This. Represent yourself, utlradio.com. That's the title. There's a link in the show notes. And you can always find it on our website as well. It's important if this topic that we're talking about today is relevant to you, if it's beneficial to you, that you check out the video as well. That is going to do it, okay? Because we took six questions essentially and I've combined them into one and then formulated this general topic, and that's how we got to today's discussion. Um, I want to thank Everyone who submitted a question, I think that, um, you know, it's important that you keep them coming. And over the the past few days, we've had a lot of calls, a lot of people asking questions, and and they're afraid to take that next step and, and maybe, you know, be on the show or let their, you know, issue be discussed. Don't be afraid, because what you're experiencing, hundreds of other people are experiencing, too. And by you sharing your experiences, you can help other people as well as helping yourself. So if you want to ask a question discreetly, absolutely, go ahead. That's what we're here for. If you want to share your question with others, then go ahead, check out the utlradio.com website. Go to the question tab. You can record a question directly through your computer. You can also submit a question directly through the form uh, that's available on that page as well. There are links to our social media pages. There are a phone number, email address. No shortage of ways to communicate with us. And all you've got to do is ask your question, and I will continue to answer them for you. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. If you're a first-time listener and you've not subscribed to this podcast on iTunes, what are you waiting for? Head on over there and click that subscribe button. Same thing with YouTube. If you check out that video I've been talking about, make sure you click the subscribe button so you're notified of brand new material as it comes out. And I want to mention the newsletter to you. The newsletter, we've not done one yet. This is our first newsletter that's going to be coming out at the end of the month, and we're going to do it on a monthly basis. If you subscribe to the newsletter... A, we're not going to spam you. You're going to get one piece of mail from us per month. B, you are going to be entitled to exclusive content, exclusive coupons, discounts, uh, information through the newsletter. As a matter of fact, as part of the exclusive content that you're going to receive from being a newsletter subscriber, this month you're going to be able to see an actual telephone negotiation between myself and another attorney concerning a personal injury matter. It's going to be well worth it because you're going to see it in action, and I think it's going to be something that can help you, a better representative of yourself, because now you're going to see it hands-on. But only if you're a subscriber of the newsletter. How do you subscribe, you ask? Well, I'm going to tell you. Go to utlradio.com. Right on the homepage, there is a uh, strip across the homepage that says newsletter. Click it, sign up. You are good to go, and you're going to be getting all of that bonus content and commentary. That's it for today. Tomorrow, Friday, tune in so that you can listen to the weekly wrap-up in case you missed something this week. Uh, We're back on track with our regular schedule of five shows per week. Next week, we're good to go as well. I want to just impress upon you one final thing. This live show, it's going to take some time, I know it is, to develop, especially today with time changing because of an event. I couldn't help it. Um, but you know we're going to get back to the idea of the live broadcast once a week. We had abandoned it for a while and went with the interview show. But I feel like it's important to connect with you directly, not just through the phone or an email, but let's talk online. Let's talk on air. Let's communicate with everyone that's listening to the show. And you can do that by calling in at 347-855-8831. That switchboard number never changes. That is the number to the show. Just make sure you call it during the show time. So keep that in mind. 347 8831 on Thursdays so you can ask your business and or legal questions live. All right, I want to thank today's sponsor MDsupplies.com, again, they are the leading provider of medical supplies. Absolute amazing, amazing inventory, amazing prices. Again, remember that they're manufacturer-direct supplies. Their store is not like another retail store. They get manufacturer-direct prices. That means that the products come directly from the manufacturers to you. You save a boatload of cash on your supplies. And it doesn't matter if you're a medical facility or an office. Everybody needs supplies, whether they're, you know, intubation tubes or Band-Aids. Go to mdsupplies.com for all of your medical supply needs. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in, for listening, for subscribing, for downloading. Don't forget to check out utlradio.com. Keep your questions coming. Tune in tomorrow for the weekly wrap-up. And uh, don't forget to share this information with your friends, your family, and colleagues, and let them know about utlradio.com, your business success and legal information station. I'll
0: see you next time. Napa Know How. Right now, you can get a $20 prepaid Visa gift card by mail with the purchase of a Napa Legend Premium Battery. Its durability and power make it the obvious choice for people who hate getting stranded by a dead car battery. So pretty much everyone. The Napa Legend Premium Battery and $20 back. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa Know How. Napa Know How. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care Centers. Limit two per household while supplies last. Offer ends to 2819.